15% of the people I don't want to know. Yeah. Because if you don't like mayonnaise, you don't like people. No, and that's you don't right. like eating. That, it's rich and beautiful. And have you done that with um, when you make a grilled cheese? Oh. You put, put that on, put that on the outside instead of butter and it just no, like I just like sizzles. dip it, yeah. <laughs> I dip it. You know when I was a kid, my favorite sandwich was? Tell me. Just a mayonnaise sandwich. Me too. <laughs> Speaking of condiments, my, yes. my mother, right, being a Nazi, mm. when there was like scarce stuff to eat, the go-to thing was? What? She would put butter on a piece of bread mm-hmm. and ketchup. Good day, you all, and welcome to episode fifty-eight, condiments. Yes, condiments. <laughs> I'm watching you. I was ready to jump in you. there before I was told. <laughs> now. We're not going to do your condominium joke today. No, no the, okay. The lucky one. Yeah, we're no. not talking about that. Oh god! And there's no jokes like that. We're not like going to invest into that. Right. <laughs> and we're not going to talk about next week's episode neither. <laughs> no, it's been horrific this morning in the last couple of minutes. Not really, yeah. but I, there's certain times I'm not going to be able to make eye contact because it'll just go. Yeah. Now but we got a different cold word now because we're in a different month. That's right. But we'll get to that in a second. Now, the reason we're talking about condiments is because, you know, as Americans, we do love adding stuff to our food, making it ours. And yeah, but there's a history why we've done that in the, in the original way. That's true. Mm. So, and we also, I was just, you know, you go to a diner, you go to a mid-level restaurant, chain restaurant, breakfast place, and there's always a well, little collection well, well, Wait a minute, breakfast place. You're talking like IHOP. So you're calling all the different flavored syrups that all taste alike condiments? No, 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 no. no, no. Okay. But I yeah, they have out. some. They usually have a Tabasco or something yeah. for your eggs. And a Cholula. Or a Cholula. Yeah. Or, or there's some, maybe some mustard, some ketchup. If you're ordering, people like ketchup on their hash browns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So. And even on their eggs. That's right. And you even get the little half and halves. You know, yeah. for you know, in some places for your coffees, which is a little. That's um, not a condiment. But no, no, no. But I used to drink them. Um, so we thought about it. And we thought, look, and we do use different things in some other peoples. And probably everybody has their refrigerated door full of condiments. I know I do. I do too. And then occasionally- and You open up and use one a little bit and then you put it back and then you forget about that it's there. I was like, <laughs> were the kids in primary school or high school when I bought that last? I'm not sure. I, we've had a couple of big power outages and that's actually done a favor for me because oh, I you- thought I have to just throw everything yeah, out and yeah. start again. I've never been killed by anything in my oh, fridge. No, it's, it's like an heirloom. I know. It's like, oh, that was really good on that one it's piece of steak. Yeah. That's right. So we will be discussing yeah. those things. And so with the housekeeping, as Phil, I'll bring Phil back to it. Oh, me again? Yes, you. Okay. So over the month of November, mm-hmm. with a list and a discount. Yep. And you can use that when you're buying online or click and collect. Not good in the store. Sorry about that. But just the technical difficulties That's prevent right. us from happening. Well, you, you know, the click and collect, you can still shop in the store and just pick up yeah. those So things. when I say November, what do you think? I think of <gasps> turkey. Turkey right? yeah. and stuffing. Stuffing. So, so we're going to use stuffing. That's right. But with the G on the end of it. Stuffing. stuffing. <laughs> you go can pronounce stuff. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. No, not go get stuff. It's stuffing. That's or, right. Or if you're from the East Coast, stuffing. That's right. <laughs> 
Uh, you can pronounce it like Phil, but just spell it with the G. That is okay. So here we go. Now, right. also, uh, just before we get into it, if you guys want to send us, we've had some great um, feedback lately. So if you want to send us any ideas, corrections. Um, Constructive criticism. That's right. We'll take it. Ideas. We love it all at podcast at usafoods.com.au. Okay, and uh, we got this little reminder here. So at the end of the show, don't forget, we're going to have the personal best product profile and our recipe ripper roundup. Yahoo! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll be right back. Keep going. (laughs) Or no, we won't. Oh, Oh, no, we're not back yet. Oh, yeah, we are back. We are back. That's all right. right, Ready? Yep. And we're back. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, we didn't stop. Oh, we're back from nowhere. Okay, we're back. So today's show, we're going to have the top 25 condiments by sales. Yeah. And a state-by-state challenge of the favorites. That's right. And I think this, these are a little screwed by scood. Skewed. Skewed. Yes. Skewed. And we on the west on the east because we say screwed. Yes. Yeah. yeah, okay. But I think somebody had uh, some money put into it. That's to, uh, right. Put their favorites in there. Uh, yes. And we have like this really wacky state by state list, which actually makes no sense to us because half of them aren't condiments and what the hell. And you remember that movie, Tale of Two Mustards? That's on the <laughs> list here. Yes, that's right. And the most hated condiments. Mm-hmm. Mm. And condiment stats. And uh, how embarrassment, which is I like certain condiments on certain foods, but I don't want anyone to see me eat it that uh, way. So maybe ooh, when you a hidden condiment, a hidden condiment stop, yeah. and okay. then condiments from the shop. That's right. All right. So fun fact number one. Right. So is it ketchup or catsup? <laughs> well, the answer is yes. Uh, back when Henry John Hines um, debuted the condiment for sale in 1876, his Pittsburgh-founded company called it Catsup, which is what my grandmother used to call it. Um, they're the same thing. The, the condiment didn't originally feature tomatoes. Thus, the, the distinction um, tomato ketchup isn't uh, actually isn't redundant. Heinz first introduced its tomato-based ke- ketchup in 1876, and um, a tomato didn't make it onto the packaging until 2009. What was there before? A pickle. A pickle. Pickles were the centerpiece of Heinz's branding from the 1800s, as we saw with the little pickle pins. Yeah. Yes, from the World World Fairs. And the World Fairs. Yes, and the town I come from has a Heinz factory. And when you drive into it, you just go, Hmm. ketchup. (laughs) Well, I used to pass by on Route 1 and 9. Yes. I heard of Route 1 and 9 from the Bruce Springsteen song, Bruce Springsteen. So traveling into uh, back into work into the city mm-hmm. from uh, from Jersey, and we used to pass by the uh, Budweiser plant Budweiser. In, in Newark. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Newark. It's Newark. Newark. Yeah. Okay. So in Newark, and uh, and you could tell which part of the fermentation they were at because it either smelled really good, very malty, yes, or very vinegary. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. like. Well, with um, I just want to say one more thing with the ketchup catsup. I remember going into the store and they would be next to each other. So the same things, the yeah. ingredients were the same, but they they were you could buy catsup, C A T, you know, or ketchup. It's just what people grew up with for a while. I think well, yeah, the labels were just the, the yeah, but the original term came out of from India from economic in India. That's right, that catsup, and it was basically to cover up. <laughs> yeah, to cover up bad meat. That's because it. the thing what they, they were doing, 
was the meat was unedible. I mean, it was there was no refrigeration and stuff like that. So it was like meat from the you know like a third world country, like you know, yeah. And it's been left out all day, and it goes green and blue and all that. And you try to kill it to cook it, but the taste was still a bit off. So they ladle it with all these condiments with these sauces, and that's how it all came about. And there it goes. Yeah, and it, sometimes it was a cover up. It was. So, ah, fun fact number two: yes. Babylonians. Now, I've been to Babylon, Long Island, a lot. Uh, <laughs> a lot of Babylonians there. Uh, so, they use oil and vinegar, and for dressing greens, nearly two thousand years ago. Yeah. So we always were a little bit extra, even then. Mm-hmm. Now, and I found by accident. Oh, the presidential fact. Presidential fact is back. And uh, TJ, the great man, mm-hmm. uh, blue cheese has been in America since at least the Revolution, uh, where that well-noted Francophile, Thomas Jefferson. What's a Francophile? Person that loves France. Loves France. France, yes. Okay. So, so then why isn't a pedophile a person that loves feet? <laughs> <laughs> Ped, France. I, I am confused. <laughs> I'm ignoring this. <laughs> that, was <laughs> that was very good. Betty, <laughs> you are shocking. Sorry. You're not sorry at all. That's the thing. You're not sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just like uh, stating the know. fact. Um, yeah. Right. Okay. Off we go. Uh, Thomas Jefferson enjoyed it at his dinner table. We've gone to hell now in a handbasket. So let's just. <laughs> all right, Brendan. Oh, my God. Control yourself. <laughs> All right, everyone, shut up. I'm finishing the sentence if it kills me. The first recorded evidence of blue cheese dressing as we've come to know it, and then but then known as Roquefort dressing, was oh from a restaurant, which I told Brendan, don't cut that off the end of the page because I need that. And then he didn't. So it was from a restaurant in 1928. It was its cookbook. I will come back with that. And by the way, no one thinks that blue cheese actually came from Thomas Jefferson eating it in France because the French don't don't like, blue cheese. Yeah, and they don't like thick sort of dressings. It's yeah. a very vinaigrette sort of thing. So it looks like it was an American mm-hmm. tradition. An American invention. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So now, if the boys can contain themselves, <laughs> there'll be more after the break. Ding, ding. That's <laughs> <laughs> a shocking. You leave it just wide open, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just, just reading what's in front of me. <laughs> Love like mine, you know that love is true. Okay, we're back, and we're going to do the top 25 sales. Well, maybe not all of them, but just no. like from first to first. But we have found the discrepancy because we're looking at this and say, where is the ranch dressing? Yeah, and what do people come into the shop and they say, do you have that ranch dressing? Yes. Do you have that ranch dressing or that dip stuff or that dressing stuff? So people want mm-hmm. it here. Not even on here. But anyway, so the list that we have here says that the number one best-selling condiment in America mm-hmm. was Hellman's mayonnaise at $401 million. So almost a half a billion dollars in sale just on Mayor. that. But that's right. Hidden Valley Ranch. We in looked it up. 2014, we have researched this. With our diligent uh, producer. That's right. Okay. Brendan has researched, and we came out at 2014 with $416 million worth of sales of Hidden Valley Ranch dressing. So that, I don't know if that's all the powdered and the 
loose one and a dip one. Because you know, I mean, there's, there's all those different things. So yeah. the, and so it goes up that to- That might just be the original. The top of the list. Yeah. So that's the top of the list. And as Barbara said, we're, you know, we're, we don't see anything else here that would beat that, you know? No. And, you know, there's different, you know, like the second one is for them, which is now really the third, if we go there, is um, Tostito Salsa. So- I see that as a dip, but yes, it can be a condiment. But it's a condiment, yeah. yeah. And it's always it's been announced that as the biggest selling condiment now in America for yep. a few years. Yes. So, but maybe they don't consider mayonnaise as a condiment, or and then they'll, you know, it all depends on who's doing it because yeah. somebody would say, "Well, Hidden Rally Ranch dressing is not a condiment; it's a dressing." That's right, but they have not been to a restaurant and watch every, you know, under twelve. Yeah. The only way they'll eat a vegetable is if you dip it. In some hidden valley ranch. Yeah. Well, now the thing is, they're showing it on uh, the football shows in America. If you watch it, get the American commercials in Valley Ranch. They're showing people eating a beautiful, this beautiful pizza. Oh yeah, uh, and they're putting ranch dressing on it. Uh, well, anyway, but in here on the list now, we have got so number four in that one was another Mayo Best Foods. Yeah, but number five, but, but Best Foods and Hellman's are the same. Well. I, people, it's a labely thing. No. And number five was Miracle Whip, mm. which is not a mayonnaise, but no. we'll discuss that in a little bit. So we'll save that. And yeah, another crap mayonnaise. So if you look at it out of the top 10, 10, yep. Mayonnaise is most predominant one by different manufacturers. So if you add all that up, yep. You know, a lot of people use mayo. They do. Well, it's on the sandwiches, on everything else. And we've got the Duke's Mayo, which a lot of people ask about and want, which is big in the South. And we're still trying to get the information from them so we could bring it in. That would be great. There's a lot of people who would go nuts for that. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's number 14 on the list. So that's that shows the power of the South, really, because that brings it up through. Mm -hmm. And I just want to bring one of my favorites up. Golden's mustard. Yeah. I love that. That was number 20. So that's a brownie well, sort of. That's the uh, mustard of the New York Yankees. Oh, I, I did not know many, that. Many, many years. Yep. There you go. Yeah. So, like I always tell people, they say, well, what was this between mustards and French's? Well, if you go to Dodger Stadium, mm-hmm. you got to get French's mustard in a little packet. And you go to <laughs> Yankee Sam, you got to get Golden's. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Now, so we're going to go to another dodgy. Uh, more about the Dodgers? No, no, oh. I'm not speaking oh. of them. Oh, okay. okay, so here was a state by state favorite. So it broke it down with condiments, and mm. really, what beats everything in this one is ketchup. Yeah, pretty much. Well, that it's it's everybody's first choice. I mean, that's you probably use more ketchup if you go to McDonald's. You're using ketchup. That's yeah. right. Over here, you know, like if you you got to beg them for a little packet of yes. Because at home, they just go like this, a big handful, well, they, like, yeah, I don't think they do that the anymore. Bags. But if you ask them for it, yeah, they'll throw heaps of them in the bag. Hmm. Over here, oh, you want ketchup? It's like nobody asks for it. Uh, well, I and know. They, then they give you one. Like, what am I going to do with that? that? That'll get me six fries. Well, actually, as you open up the first one, you always, like, suck it out. <laughs> true. That is so true. I agree. <laughs> so that's one gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I need another. Yeah. For some of my fries. Mm. I'm, yeah, actually, I stopped doing the whole ketchup and fries thing here because I had no ketchup. I'm just just occurred to me then. Now, this cracked me up. Mm. <laughs> what? That's... Well, there's many things here, but what do you think Montana's favorite condiment is? Montana. Montana. Don't look. Just what do you think it is? Oh, I don't, well, no, look now, so I can't tell you. But you would think Montana would be like, you know, like, Something spicy. Yeah, barbecue sauce or yeah. hot sauce or something like that. Tartar sauce. It's, they don't even eat, well, they I, do eat fish. It'd be catfish. That's like tartar sauce. 
there's some things that are wrong with that. It yeah. cracked me up. Well, Nevada, Worcestershire sauce. Like, <laughs> no. <nah>. And Arkansas. <laughs> Like, yeah, who wrote this? I, I don't know. Not the wish. It's the ketchup company. I can see that Oklahoma that. being right. Gravy. <laughs> gravy. Well, well, because they're going to put it on their biscuits. And gravy. Yeah. Yes. So tartar sauce has two states. Worcestershire sauce is two states. Mm. Gravy, four states. Fry sauce, which is Utah, one state. And <laughs> what is fry sauce? Remember, it's like, I think it's like ketchup and mayo. Oh, Remember we yeah. brought well, some in and now and bought it. Isn't like French? Isn't that French dressing? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it was like, and Vermont of all the states, hmm. it was sriracha. Yeah, well, that's. But I expected California. California be sriracha. That's, that's where it came from. That's exactly right. But yeah. no, so you know, yeah, it's mixed up. I, you know, I think somebody put this in a barrel and picked up names. <laughs> But I but, do see uh, gravy coming up in Mississippi and Missouri. and All uh, those make sense. Yeah. Louisiana, Tabasco, I absolutely agree with that. Maine is relish. Um, you know, California is ketchup. Hmm. What are you, New York? New York ketchup. Ketchup. So, okay, we have to agree on those things. But the barbecue sauces, so North Carolina, hmm. South Carolina, yeah. that makes it, Virginia. Uh-huh. But Oh, hey, yeah, wait, South Dakota has ranch dressing. Oh, there you go. It's only <laughs> one. Only one. <laughs> And let me just see, Texas is ketchup. Shouldn't that have some sort of yeah, barbecue sauce in I it? I think so. Now, let's, let's just talk about that because when you've gone to different places. And, and New Mexico is vinaigrette. <laughs> you know what? I call BS on that one. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. You know, the Napa Valley vinaigrettes. Yeah. I don't know. But I want to know, when you go to different, because you've gone to much you know, more of the states yeah. than I have, the differences on the sauces that are on your table. Because I know, like, Certain restaurants in California, you'll have your tapatio sauce. Yep. You won't have your Cholula, mm-hmm. and that. So, did yeah, you find? And then, and then, when you go down south, you'll have uh, your Crystal hot sauce, right? Louisiana hot sauce. Yeah. So, yeah, you, it will go by the taste or what has been popular there forever before you know mass communications and everybody sharing everything all over the nation and, and the world. And people in the U.S. are not, yeah, the U.S. that are listening to us, mm. we don't do that here. No, you don't get nothing on the table. Here. Nothing. No. There is not a thing. And because no. no, why? Because people steal it too. Why well, they do that in America? Also, they do. Yeah. But Brendan had a. It was funny. I never. It never occurred to me because we've both grown up and we would have seen the waitress at the back, you know, refilling the ketchup bottles. Yeah. Brendan's like, do they just get new bottles? Do they? It didn't occur. You know, like it, it's a whole different and, and thing. And the commercial bottles of ketchup are already painted red. You notice that, so you never know if they're full or empty. Oh, they always look full. Oh, I did not know mm, that. Next time you're at yeah, IHOP, you can see that. I will have a look next yeah. time I'm there. But that's the job. That is the yeah. uh, grunt job at the restaurant. It's refilling the salt here, and pepper and do that. For, you go to a lot of places, you ask them for ketchup or sauce, then they charge you another 20 cents <gasps> or 50 cents for it. That is so bogus. Like the <sighs> fish and chip shop up the road, it's like 30 cents or something for a tartar sauce. Like, like, why? Yeah, it should be incorporated in a price. That's what I think. Yeah. But anyway, now yes. Fry sauce, yes. mayonnaise, ketchup. Yep. Then it looks like you can add Worcestershire, pickle brine, paprika, and a pinch of cayenne. Ooh. That's fancy. That's pretty good. Your chips. Mm. Okay, shall we try that this weekend? Yep. Okay. Well, I guess Donnie and Marie has nothing better in Utah to do it than make fry sauce. <laughs> okay, so now. This, this the wacky list. This is the wacky list because this is so rubbish. <laughs> I just I I only included it 
because this is uh, look like a sponsored list. Yeah, you know? from because a, everything's by you know by name. Yes. Okay. So let's just pick a few. Like, first of all, can I just say in Illinois, I feel very sorry for you if country crock is actually your condiment of choice because <laughs> a it's not a condiment yeah, and a- it's a margarine and what the hell? Like, yeah. you know. And uh, Phil, yes. Next time you go to Wyoming, I don't think so. But anyway. <laughs> Skippy Super Chunky Peanut Butter. That's not a condiment. No, there's a few others on here. Uh, Montana also has Skippy in it called Super, you know. like Yeah. It's- uh, oh, but then we do have another one here with Country Correct, but it's calcium plus vitamin D. Like, who, who would say, oh, what's your favorite thing to put on bread? Well, yeah, if you like country, you say country clock, you won't go, oh, it's country clock with vitamin D. The calcium plus one. Ah, and like also, like Oregon has the uh, – Oregon, Oregon, okay. Oregon, yeah, has Nature's Way extra virgin coconut oil. Like again, what do you fry with? Uh, oh, I fry with coconut oil. You know, somebody would say that they won't go. Oh, I only use Nature's Way, <laughs> and that comes up more than once on this. That's list. right. So I'm wondering if Country Crock and Nature's Way have the same. Well, it's company. probably because this was all written by one company, like mm-hmm. you know, uh, of whatever, not Mars or whatever, whoever owns a lot That's of right. these products here, you know, like Nestle's or somebody. Yeah, because there's Nutella on this. There is um, garlic salt. There's mm-hmm. Bertoli vodka sauce. That's – that's, that's, a, that's a pasta sauce. That's a sauce. It's, yeah. 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 So anyway, I uh, just thought this was funny. This, this is bogus. It yeah. is bogus. And I'm, we'll look Don't into it Don't believe everything you hear on the internet. That is exactly right. Now, as you said to Mm. <laughs> well, I just I it's bogus. I don't believe it. I don't so, believe any numbers. All right, so let's skip that. Let's go on to the movie section. <laughs> the tale but, of two mustards. Yeah, well, actually, it should be three. But anyway, yeah. Well, well we can because you got throw the that in. you have here the yellow, yes, and the Dijon. Mm-hmm. Okay, but what happened to Spicy Brown? Well, did he not come into this? He didn't, evidently. Okay. But let's bring him in. Okay. Let's bring him into the family. Spicy brown. Spicy brown. So I did not know about the spicy brown. Uh, Until you had the goldens. Yeah, that's right. And you know, I'm yellow mustard. In the states, if you say mustard and you don't specify it, you get Frenchies. Yeah, you get Frenchies yellow mustard, mm-hmm. yeah. which I use as. A condiment, and I also I like that on my hot dogs. I like that in my potato salad. You know, I use yeah. that. Um, and Dijon mustard is when I'm being far more fancy. Mm-hmm. And um, but we got the right here, the gray poupon. We actually have uh, yeah. gray poupon. This is the, but this gray poupon is not made in France. You no. know that they they this is where it was the opposite. They sold out. <laughs> it's usually the Americans and the Australians that sell out their products to everybody else and let them in. So Grey Poupon, which is a real brand yes. in, in France, and yeah, but they sold out to the Yanks. Yeah, well, they, actually, I've got a funny thing to tell you about Grey Poupon mm-hmm. when we get to it. So it's it's International Gourmet Specialties LLC Limited Liability Company, so you can't sue them. Uh, <laughs> I wondered what LLC In Pittsburgh, meant. Pennsylvania. So in other words, if I'm reading through this correctly, yes. this is owned by Heinz. Ah, yes, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. And there's another interesting um, product that they have, which I will talk about when we get to it. Um, now, it's funny because reading this, the coastal cities and the cities in the Northeast, like New York, Boston, and then San Francisco, yeah. prefer fancy Dijon. Yeah. 
while the rest of America prefers classic yellow. yellow. I d- debate with that. I could see like the fr- the San Francisco people want the fancy one, the fancy pantsy one. Fancy pantsy one. Yeah. But New York and Boston, I think they, uh, they, they like look- that spicy brown. I think so too. I think I don't know. spicy yeah. brown got ripped off. Yeah. The, the New Yorkers, they have no what grape upon or Dijon mustard was to that advertisement. <laughs> And they, then they try to imitate that, you know, and they got this guy's drawing down the street with a Chevy and he like, sticks his hand out and the guy says, you know, what are you doing? Put your hand in there. Shut it off. You know, cut it off. Uh, you. Do you want to grab a bun? Yeah. No. Now. Yeah, the only time they stick their hand out of a car is there's other reasons. But, yes. Yeah. And gestures, but mm-hmm. we won't go to, we won't go to that. So um, I found it funny when I came here that I had to look for American mustard because it's just mustard. Yeah. So I would go and there'd be, and you know, English, hot English, extra hot English, right. American, mm-hmm. and then you might get a Dijon. Right? And then you got the whole grain mustard and all the whole fancy. Yeah, I'm, not, not, I'm not a fan of whole grain mustard. I no, because like I feel like it. I feel it feels yes. like it pops. The seeds are a bit the yes. consistency That's issue happens, for me. Yeah. Uh, now, and we also have. Hated, but, but let me just say yes, about that, please. okay? Because you're saying about American mustard. Yes. Now you go here. You know, there's a lot of things on the shelf that says American mustard, American style mustard. You read it, and in the ingredients, mm-hmm. there's sugar in it. Now, if you right. buy American mustard, yes, okay, and you read the ingredients, and uh, it's basically like this one, and this is uh, First Street, yep. which is a store brand product: vinegar, water, mustard seed, salt, turmeric, paprika. Yep. Period. That's it. And over here, you go to the store and buy Massive Foods American mustard or whatever, and you see that's made in Australia, and one of the ingredients is going to be sugar. Yep. You know, that is and of true. course, then they try to fake you out by putting it into a yellow squeeze bottle, and you think, and then right next to it is a French's mm-hmm. you know, that's imported for less than the crappy one that's made here. <laughs> I do try to get, if I'm getting American mustard, I do get it from our store usually, or like I get yeah, a French's when I can find it. And I think that if you buy like this one here, which is uh, 20 ounces, this is a big thing of mustard. It is. Yeah, in, a, in a yellow squeeze bottle by First Street. So it's made by Amer- American Foods, comes out of California. It's kosher. Uh, if you did this and did a blind test between this and French's, you probably can't you can tell the difference oh. other than the price. And I, and I have to say the, um, the warning, the user's warning. Ma- Do- made in China? No. <laughs> If it's been in the fridge for a week or on the shelf, don't forget to shake it. Oh, yeah, because the, old, because the, first the vinegar bit comes, comes up to the top. Yeah. <laughs> a few times well, I've well, see, that's uh, where Heinz has come about with the upside-down bottle. And they yes. do their ketchup now, too. So you don't have to worry for it like ketchup. You have to shake it to get it out, you know. So it's already at the bottom because it's standing upside-down because the cap's upside-down. So now the you know all that sediment yeah. actually goes to the top. Well, do you know the funny thing? There is somewhat – you know how work fridges are – to, you know, have, yeah, ours is like loaded with yeah. stuff like who's There's this? Someone yeah. who keeps putting the upside down, right side up, right side up. I'm like, I felt like one day when everyone's having lunch, going, see the label? It's not the right this <laughs> yeah. way, this side up. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm the freaky person in the kitchen that turns it back around, going, oh, the end yeah. It's know. like the guy I remember one time was going up. To, uh, we were in the Bronx, yeah. And it was my father, and he's going out to look at this job site or something they had to go with, and my uncle was there. And we're walking up the stairs, and my uncle Steve kept on yelling out, hey, green side up. And our next floor, he yells out again, green side up. Said, what are you doing? Now, these new guys out there, and they're laying turf. I just got to <laughs> – 
Phil. All right. Uh, uh, how about let's go to hated condiments? Yes. So these are the most hated condiments by percentage. Yes, and this is from Instacart. So 24% of Americans hate hot sauce. Because they don't like things that are hot and spicy. Yeah. Yeah. 21% hate relish. They did not specify which relish, but. Sweet relish, dill relish, or hot dog relish? Yep. Mm, Of course, probably they never had it. I don't think a lot of people have had relish before. No. And then you go to Costco, you get that uh, lime green relish. Yes. That's not local. What kind of I don't know, but that's the Australian relish, but it's sweet. No, I think that it's probably, they probably get it from, you know, in 55 gallon drums. Yes, that's <laughs> right. In the US and fill up their thing. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, maybe it's the food color, but, you know, even in the Heinz, they do use uh, food coloring in it to keep it green. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, it's looking a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, otherwise, it's unappetizing. That's it, because people get, I don't, I don't think it looks good. Mm. Uh, 17% hate mustard. Fifteen percent of the people I don't want to know. Yeah, because if you don't like mayonnaise, you don't like people. No, they that's don't right. like eating. That it's rich and beautiful. And have you done that with um, when you make a grilled cheese? Oh, you I put that uh, put that on the outside instead of butter. Yeah, and it just no, like I just like sizzles. It, yeah, thirteen <laughs> percent of people hate ranch. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, my favorite sandwich was tell me just a mayonnaise sandwich. Yep. Me too. Just Mom used to like them too. I used to get mayonnaise yeah. sandwiches. And speaking of condiments, my yes. my mother, right, being a Nazi. Mm-hmm. So when, when there was like scarce stuff to eat, the go-to thing was? What? She would put butter on a piece of bread mm-hmm. and ketchup. Mm. Ah. And it's very tasty. Mm. I remember that as a kid. Mm. <laughs> must have been an Australian thing. You so know? A sauce sandwich. sandwich. There you go. There you go. So it's real. Wow. Oh, I have not done that. Yeah, yeah, I freak out my kids because. And I used to, my other one was an anchovy sandwich. You open a can of anchovies, uh, just put it on bread and eat them. I just don't <laughs> like the things looking at me. I was just kidding. Oh. No, no, they're, they're fillets. Okay. Or fillets. Fillets. Yes. So remember, we can. this is a safe space to it's say fillet here. Yeah. Um, I used to have, I put, freak out the kids because I put butter mm-hmm. and then peanut butter. Oh, on my toast or my sandwich. Australian. Yeah, but I like the butter. I just love butter though, so that's it. Um, now, yeah, 13% hate ranch. Mm-hmm. Uh, 11% hate barbecue sauce. Yeah, again, it's a spicy thing. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I don't like I don't like some barbecue sauces. I, yeah, some he, are. Yeah. He, some, I, some are I actually, better than others. Yeah, and I prefer the American style, so that's probably a growing up thing. And 10% hate ketchup. Yeah. Well, not everybody could like everything. No, but like, you know, I suppose that's the only way some people get tomatoes in them. Have your veggies. Well, and part of this, it seems to be an age thing. So when Instacart did that um, stat, those stats, they came up with mustard Mm -hmm. is too weird for Gen Z. So mustard tops a list of condiments Gen Zers, so 18 to 24, say they hate with a passion. Hated it. (laughs) Right. Well, and you know what? I, I can see depending it with ha- with hot dogs and what because their habits are. I tell you why. Tell me. Because a lot of them are vegetarian. They won't eat hot dogs. And if you yeah. don't have a hot dog, you don't like mustard. Well, I agree with that. And now, fickle for pickles. <laughs> Relish like tops the list of condiments. Millennials, so 25 to 40, say they hate with a passion. Uh, again, I think it's just yeah. they don't eat hot dogs. <laughs> 
comes in. And then this said, with age comes a mild palate. Oh. Hot sauce tops the list of condiments. Gen Xers and boomers mm-hmm. say they hate with a passion. Um, I love Tapatio. I love that hot sauce. I like sweet chili sauce. Well, you're more a Gen Xer. Yeah, I'm an yeah. Xer. Okay, and I'm a boomer. But see, like my first remembrance of a hot sauce. This is going way back, mm-hmm. way back to the Bronx. Right. Okay. And somewhere along the line, I remember uh, somebody's father buying hot chips from one of the bodegas. Yeah. Put ketchup on it and then hot sauce. And to me, like, whoa, what What are you doing? You know? Well, that, w- that makes me think of like what Heinz um, – Hot uh, chili sauce is like because it's sort of like a ketchupy hot sauce. And I do that now. Yeah, I'll mix. You know, I'll do even with mayonnaise and a few splashes of uh, you know, like Louisiana hot sauce yep. on it. You know, yes, I always it have just, to have just some. Brings up, it just brings it up without going over the top of heat. Like if you want to go, like you know, of course we got the the killer ones, but you know, if you're using Tabasco, Tabasco is is right up there. I mean, that that's that's a lot hotter yep. than you know Louisiana or Crystal where those are more flavor based. Yeah, they're ri- like I I describe it as sort of richer, a richer flavor rather yep. than just hot. Mm-hmm. And just that. So uh that's um th- now we're going to talk about how some people are embarrassed about yeah. their co- whether this is what you used to Oh, yeah, so you would tell me that you hide things that <laughs> you put condiments <laughs> on stuff and you I don't want people to know. Yeah. So um Guilty pleasures. Hmm. Actually, one includes gravy, but that's not here. I get like a white bread sandwich, open face. Oh, yeah. It's gravy sandwich. Gravy sandwich. Smooth as a gravy sandwich. <laughs> yeah. But I, don't, I wouldn't take that to work because I feel no, I would but, be well, judged. You can't, you, you can't <laughs> take it to work. It'll be Because it's got to be hot. Well, you can do your different segments and yeah. then heat it up there. I used to love that. My mother made the roast yeah. and she made homemade gravy. Oh, yeah. You know, not the type out of a can. You know, yes. I just sit over with the flour and to make the roux and, you know. Took twenty minutes, and then oh. after the dinner, that was the best part. After Sunday roast, was having gravy sandwich. Oh yeah, oh that is oh. so good. I agree. So now this is like um, these are things people feel self conscious doing in front mm-hmm. of others. Dipping fries in mayo. Well, see, that's a big thing now. You go to a lot of pubs mm-hmm. pre lockdown. <laughs> that's know? right. Okay, and you'll get on the side mayonnaise. Yeah, or well, aioli. 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 Yeah, whatever. Oh, it's just another. It's like garlic mayonnaise. Yeah, garlic that's all. <laughs> but I think yeah, that sort of made it a little yeah, bit more fancy. But, but the um, Scandinavians been doing that for years. Yeah, that's that's like their ketchup is mayonnaise on French fries. Yes. Well, it, Zana's mother. So Zana's, you know, you go to your friend's house and you kind of see how things are different, mm-hmm. like what they eat and drink. And she used to put mayo all over her fries. And she, I remember her. I must have been staring because she looked at me. She's do you want to try one? I'm like, mm, not sure. But it was well well worth doing. I'll give you one better. Tell me. Okay. Go to um, that's Asian store. Yeah. So, and once in a while, I'll have it at Aldi. Yeah. The quick, quick brand, which is Japanese. I think it's quick yeah. or Kiwi or Wiki I, or something. Oh, oh Kiwi. Kiwi. Yes. I said, okay, with the little, yeah, yeah the little squeeze the bottles. Yes. Buy the uh, wasabi mayonnaise. Yes. And use that on your fries. Oh, that'd be oh, beautiful. Oh, you're in heaven. See, there's a wasabi. I can take that hot mm. because it doesn't, 
it well, goes. It's like English muffin. It goes in you yeah. and then it's gone. Yeah, I don't feel yeah, like an hour later. It's not like a chili where you right. eat it and it goes down and you're still eating it and then it's coming back up again. And then I'm putting ice on my tongue. Yeah, yes, no, it's not like that. Now, this used to gross me out, ketchup on eggs. I like ketchup, but I only do it when I'm on, you know, traveling. You know, like if I'm at Denny's <laughs> and I have two eggs over easy. Yep, there's a bottle I'll on. put the ketchup yeah. on it. It's just like, it's just only that time I do it. Ainsley does it. And I remember but walking I out separate going- separate things, you know, because I don't like getting my eggs mixed up with my pancakes. I don't like my food touching like that either. I don't want yeah, it to just jump over. I don't want over. syrup on my eggs. No. So, you know, so yes, yeah, and they always give you, it on, and a lot of them just do it naturally now. They just give you eggs in a separate plate. Yeah, because you just, it just yeah, it makes a like, new flavor I don't want. Yeah, I want exactly. it all by itself. Gotcha. Now, Brittany used to get after me because the Australians here putting everything- on their fork. Yeah. So you get a bit of meat and then you shove some mashed potatoes and then you shove some pumpkin and yeah. some pe- And then you, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, it will taste the same. It's all the same going down. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. I, I want to enjoy each one and savor each one. That's exactly taste. right. It could just be that I'm weird. I'm trying to think which of our people that sent us some feedback that was surprised at me that I didn't like my food mixing because I like mm. food so much, mm. but, but I really don't like my food. Mm. Ainsley's like that too. She's like, don't touch anything well and, i mix my food i mix like mashed potatoes with my peas well that's okay i suppose there's some exceptions to every rule and the final one is pudding which we've talked about ranch dressing on pizza yep. i can see how 23%. your friends might go what the hell are you doing yeah until they try, try it. it i'm gonna do that <laughs> now we did get some specific things um that we carry and we had at the shop because not just for talking about what we have in the shop, but I like having things in my hand and looking at it makes yeah. me remember it. So one of them is the Heinz chili sauce, which we had talked about. So we yeah. are, that's coming back. Rather that we have the cocktail sauce. The yeah, kind same of, jar. <laughs> same. Well, it's like the same bottle. It's and just, it looks the same. It looks the same, but it's different. And we have a customer mm. um, for her grandchildren. Every time we get chili sauce, she comes in and gets like six bottles of it because mm. her grandchildren adore it. So it's more of a tomatoey. Mm based chili sauce, then it's not like a sweet chili. It's yeah. mild too. But the Heinz too. original cocktail sauce, yes. this has enough from, or since 1869, I don't know if that was one of their first products or whatever. But this is like when you have a shrimp oh, that are just cold, chilled, a shrimp cocktail, you got to have this. Absolutely. And even on fresh oysters, you know, shucked mm-hmm. oysters or clams, which you can't get shucked clams here. Uh, it's got a really good horseradish it, it, it's sort of flavor right to it as well. Blend, yeah. Yeah. Of it. If you try doing it at home with horseradish and ketchup, sort of, but no. Nah. And those are, there's are some things like when my mom told me about the scallop potatoes, just get the box because nothing tastes like that. <laughs> no, actually, but, I, like, I, co- I would say that uh, Jeanette has a very good recipe with scallop potatoes and not hard to make, and okay. they're really good. Well, Jeanette, I'll be over when we're allowed out. Mm-hmm. Um, cocktails. Tonight. Oh, yeah. But, last know, month. Last, last month. month. Yeah, sorry. Oh, last month of tonight. Yes. But, but the cocktail sauce, there's sort of nothing like that that I've been able to get. Mm. But, yeah, that might be due if we do a bit of shrimp for Christmas. I might grab that. Yeah. Now, we have this brand, um, Cully's. Mm. Now, I actually, the pickle nose, which I'm going to talk about, and the uh, burger sauce, the pickle nose is actually in my fridge right now because I had to open it because oh. it was so good. Mm-hmm. And, and the burger uh, sauce looks like a French on. dressing. I'm going to take a break for a second. You talk and I'll okay. get the other one. Yeah. And uh, so we got the burger sauce and the pickle sauce. And also I did order the Duke's pickle sauce. 
Mm. So that should be coming in uh, very shortly, if not here already. Oh, there it is. So have a have a no, little. I can't have a taste though. No, have not, a smell. I'm, oh, I was, yeah, I was, I'm not in the savory. No, no, no part just have a little sip because it's almost mm. like a tartar sauce. Yeah, it smells like a tartar sauce, but it's very dilly. Okay, so, it's so you can so see the dill. In yeah, it. you can actually see the dill, which I was really impressed with. Wow. And it's a, a dill, and it's vegan. So both of those are vegan. Yeah. Great on fish. Would mm. be. Great it on was, liverwurst, yeah. But it, then it's not vegan anymore. Well, but it started <laughs> vegan. That's all right. You don't have to be responsible. I'm going to be putting it on some non-vegan items. So there's no egg in there? No. Wow. So, and it is so good. Like And the staff, like Kaylee yeah. and Anna, adore it. Like mm-hmm. that is their favorite condiment. So that is um, something worth checking out. Um, also, we've brought in, we've talked a little bit about um, the yellow mustard. Yeah. Now, the most commonly used mustard in the U.S. is that one, and it's tied with Dijon in Canada. Well, because they're French. They are. Or I think they're French. <laughs> I'm not going to offend No, because the, the French Canadians. don't even call them French because they, they speak in an old dialect. Sort French of like Canadians. the people from Massachusetts. They speak in an old English dialect, and it never progresses. Stay that way. That's right. And the right. same thing with the French Canadians. They speak in a dialect from when, uh, well, the Well, and even they're like the Amish. They were the Dutch, in, Dutch yeah. English, the same thing as well. Um, but I'm not going to offend so any if, of our Canadian friends. If the wants to go back and can't read something that's French, Yes. If they give, you know, I'll say an old document or whatever, I can't interpret it. If you go to the French Canadian, they'll be able to tell you what it is because they're still speaking that old dialect. They learn something every day. Now, um, it's a very mild prepared mustard and it's yeah, it has turmeric, as we talked before, which gives mm-hmm. it its color. It was supposedly introduced in 1904 by George French as a cream salad mustard. Um, it's regularly used on hot dogs, sandwiches, pretzels. I love it on pretzels. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they forgot and corn knishes. dogs, knishes, corn dogs, hamburgers. It's also an ingredient of many potato salads, barbecue sauces, and salad dressings. Yep. So, yeah, my dad used it in his homemade. Sauce that he like had. when I make uh, the baked beans, so yes. I get like the vegetarian baked beans, and I put a can of Coke or Dr Pepper in it. Yes, and then uh, one of the ingredients is ketchup, and then also mustard goes into that. Yeah, and uh, I'm trying to think what else is in there. Maybe brown sugar or something. But anyway, you mix it all together. It's really wet. Yeah, but then you put it in the oven for about an hour and a half at a, at a decent temp, like 180. Yeah, and then it just like all dries it down. You had it. I put yeah, it in oh, it's so and good. It gets like really gooey and everything and it's just well it's magic yeah that's a kansas city recipe oh well and we can do that taste of home kansas city uh beans or something okay we'll have to see if we might be able to find a link to that somewhere as well and then you know also like on a hamburger i don't like it straight on a hamburger but when you ever go to mcdonald's it's always it's on every hamburger yeah i like it on it just as a blend so it's in the background taste yeah it's not like you know ketchup's gonna run out of the side not mustard Right. Yeah, like when you do it that way. Now, Heinz 57 sauce. Mm-hmm. So I love the story about Heinz 57 because when they were um, – Mr. Heinz saw the sign and it was like 27 different types of shoes the shoe company made. Right. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, a number is good to have. That sounds like people people want to use that. So he um, his favorite – his lucky number was five and his wife was seven. His wife's favorite number was seven. So that's how they came up with Heinz 57 sauce, which is a steak sauce. Yeah. yeah. It was a marketing. Oh. Yeah. Well, he was a good marketer and he was also good at sinking ships. We talked about that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And, you know, and that's like the joke with, you know, people immigrating to the States. So my mother would say that I'm a Heinz 57 because I've got Irish, Scottish, and it goes all the way around. So, and it's a, it's a good steak sauce. We usually had A1 instead of at our house, but we did rotate with A1 it quite a bit. A1 was expensive. Never could afford A1 at my house. Oh, well, we I had don't salt and pepper as our condiments in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now huh. let's go on to uh, our favorite miracle. We talk so much about miracle work. People will. Well, it was also from the World's Fair, yeah. Chicago World's Fair, nineteen thirty-three, as a dressing rather than mayonnaise. Although yeah. it looks like mayo, but it's not. No, that's true. Because the FDA, who was also brought about because of Heinz, right? Because they proved to the FDA for all this bogus food. Yes, that's, that's how right. It all came about. We talked about that before. So. Um, Anything that's considered mayonnaise has to be 65% vegetable oil by weight. Hmm. Right. So, and Miracle Whip is not. So that's why it can't be called mayonnaise. So but, it doesn't come home to the sand. Same thing with peanut butter. Mm-hmm. In America, you can't call it peanut butter unless it's like, I think, 90% peanuts or 95%. Yeah. Over here, if you read the label, like uh, the peanut butter here, it's usually about 85% peanuts. That means 15% of other stuff. That's not peanuts. And that's why people say when they open up a jar like a Skippy or a Jip yep. or whatever, the aroma that's is right. just like bang, hits you, and the stuff over here doesn't. No. It's because there's more peanuts in, in American peanut butter by law. You know, yeah. And because probably if it was in a law, they would skimp on it too. <laughs> 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 that's true. And the thing that makes Miracle Whip a bit different, and it has a sweet, spicier flavor, um, it was, again – the Depression. First introduced yeah. during the pre- Depression when its cheaper price made it appeal to people who couldn't afford made It's now caught up, costing mm-hmm. about the same per ounce as the real thing. Um, Miracle- Actually, I think it's more expensive. I think so too. Um, yeah. According to Kraft, it's currently uh, among the grocery industry's top 20 selling yeah. brands. Because in America, that price of a 30-ounce jar yep. of Miracle Whip mm-hmm. is probably double than a a lot of other mayonnaise yeah. prices. It's in the wholesale price in the, about the $6.50 range, mm. which is like- Expensive. It, very expensive. Yeah. And then you got to ship it here and then you got another 30 or 35% on just on exchange rate. And people want to know, why is it that much money? Because it starts off being a very high price. That's right. Yeah. And, and people here, if you are, I get at least five, if not more, queries a day. When is Miracle Whip back? Yeah, And I will tell everyone, get on the subscribe list. And then when you get that email, order it immediately. Yeah, we bring in as much as we can or much they, they allow us because everything is being just like tightly mm. screwed down of uh, products of what we're able to get. I mean, the shelves in America, you're watching the news, are empty. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And we're doing our best. I think the last lot sold out in a couple of hours. Yeah. Because well, some people buy a dozen at a time. Well, we just- like, Let's share, people. Yeah, share. Let's share. That would be nice. So mm-hmm. now we'll move on to oh, um, beaver cream horseradish, which I love. I love creamed horseradish. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a Jamie Oliver recipe where he does a roast beef. Oh, using we, that, yeah. You make a crust of herbs and things. But when you serve it, you put yes. a whole bunch of horseradish on the bottom well, of the plate. I like the Arby's horsey. Yes, I know you do. And I convert that a little bit because if you do that with equal parts of mayonnaise, it's very similar to the Arby's. Okay. Well, there is a good trick with that and a little bit of history again. 1929, Rose Biggie. 
uh, began Beaverton Foods by bottling horseradish in the cellar of her farmhouse to help her family endure the Great Depression. Mm. Horseradish is versatile and can be used for meat and vegetable dishes, fresh, fresh horseradish or creamy horseradishes. Uh, radish. And, they, and they don't even mention even fish. Yeah, and um, deviled eggs even. And just and you know what I love horseradish in? Mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah. It's a nice kick in that as well. Okay, and then we got sweet dill relish. So, yes. Um, and I forgot, we also have our hot dog relish, which we don't yeah, have So here. hot dog relish is like a dill relish with mustard in it, primarily. Yeah. That's right. It's like two for one on your hot dog, mm-hmm. and then you just have to put some ketchup on it if you want it. And that is one of my main ingredients in my egg salad sandwiches, my potato salad, my macaroni salad. Yeah. And then we got proclaim day one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It, it started off as a British British origin story, but now you can't get it in the UK because they make it to export to the US. Oh. I mean, they make it, but it's made here, made in the US it's now. It's made in the US, yeah. Yeah, but the only, only A1 that's made in the UK is mm. sent over. Well, they have their own version of it also. Brand sauce. Yeah, or they that other brand, uh, HP. That's right. And the difference, if you see an A1 bottle, you'll look at it, it'll have A period, one period. Yeah. The British bottles don't. No periods. No periods, no. just A1. A1. That's it. And that is people, this is something when we're out of people get upset about because evidently it's some people thing. can't make their meatloaf without it. Ooh. That is their favorite thing to add to their meatloaf. Mm. But okay. I, I, I never put it in meatloaf. Uh, I use Worcestershire sauce if I want to yeah. do a no little flavor, a little kick to it. Hmm. All right. Now we got the Guay Poupon. We talked about that before. So. And we do. But uh, when I was looking it up, do you know what they have? Not only is it made with wine, yeah. it has a wine. There is a Guay Poupon mustard wine. Okay. Why? I don't know. But okay. I was just like. Is this a fake page? Is this mm-hmm. like, is it the 1st of April? No, no it's not. <laughs> and then we got the ranch, which is America's favorite salad dressing. Which we have now confirmed. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, we you don't have a, uh, a little history about Worcestershire sauce. Yes, please tell me. Uh, on one of the food networks, they had, they went into the factory of Liam Perrins. Right. Of how they make it. You know, they basically get like the red onions and all that, and then they ferment them. Oh. You know, and then they throw the, like the anchovies in it and yeah, stuff like that. Stuff. So it's it's a really it's a long process to make, and it's all fermented. A lot of it, a lot of the products that go into it, then they combine it all together and strain it and whatever else they do. Do they still put it in the paper, like you know, almost no, like a bitters maybe bottle? In, maybe the Americans do, but you don't get oh, it either nah, way. Nah, but I can't make my stew. That's my secret ingredient when yeah. I make stew is Worcestershire sauce. Yeah, and I like it in my uh, beef and barley soup. Oh, yeah. It just, it lifts. It just lifts it. Yeah. yeah. And that is the beauty with most of these condiments. It's like it lifts the flavor, which yeah. is great. Now, we talked about blue cheese dressing, mm-hmm. and that was TJ's favorite. And also, that was the original accompaniment with hot wings, too. So people, when they're trying to do wings, often want our blue cheese yeah. and ranch to go with it. You got the yin and yang flavor. Yeah, because it just cools it down yeah. as well. But it also tastes good. Oh, it's so good. I love I love blue cheese. And I remember Black Angus used to have the bless, best blue cheese because there were chunks of blue cheese in it. Like yeah. you, they, there was actual cheese. Well, you could see. You know, most of the blue cheese, because it's not refrigerated, the chunks are not really cheese. It's soy product. Oh, don't tell me I had tofu in my blue cheese. I know. I know. Just let me just imagine. Just it's been in a bottle a long time and tastes like cheese. <laughs> 
Oh, God. Now, we have some other, a few other things that we had in here. Now, one I grabbed because it's from my area of California. You know, uh, Sierra Nevada beer. Yep. They have a stout and stone ground mustard that we had in the store. And it does look really nice. Mm -hmm. Um, Things like spicy honey mustard. And honey mustard is its own condiment, really. And then we got from Stonewell Kitchens, which is like, uh, yeah, all glass bottles, very premium brand. It's beautiful. Beautiful packaging. And, and it tastes a lot of stuff just is like, wow, that's just like incredible in taste. So we got old farmhouse chutney. And, you know, like chutney's really good on cheese. It's like oh, something yeah. we never use a lot in America. No. And we should have more. Now, which is the one Jeanette really likes out of those? Is it the. Oh, it was the onion jam. Oh, or something yeah. Like that. that was beautiful. That's nice. Yeah. I had stash for her. And there's also this company here called Ugly Food. Mm-hmm. And they do like this That's crunchy. That's Sean's favorite. That is Sean's favorite. And they do like a crunchy chili um, sauce. Well, this one is lemongrass chili relish. Oh. Yeah, but Everything. he likes, he loves this stuff. He does. Mm, you have to try it. Okay. You can take it from here. And um, good old chimichurri sauce, which is a South American. Yeah, that had, that had a big go. And- it kind of comes and goes. Yeah. It just depends who's doing what on what food channel, I think, yeah. sometimes. And then we got over there also by Stonewall Kitchen, spicy honey mustard. Mm-hmm. Now, real good honey mustard. It's like incredible. Oh, it is magnificent. And um, the good old packets of... Hidden Valley, Valley Ranch. Ranch. Yeah. Now, when we talk about Hidden Valley Ranch, I want everyone, we're going to put a link here if you want to crack up. There's the best Saturday Night Live skit with Melissa McCarthy tasting. She's a taster, and she wants to get win the prize money as the best taster of Hidden Valley Ranch. Uh. And she, it is fantastic, and we will uh, we will show that or put the link on for you so you guys can have a look at it. Okay, so we'll come right back with our Ripper Recipe Roundup after this break. Okay, we're back, Barbara. Yes. Okay, now let's uh, go through some of the homework or dust work. What do we call this? It's housekeeping. Housekeeping. I know and it's something like So that. if people want to come see us, yep. we're open for business. So you can see us, and we have been. So you can come down to 73 Cochran's Road, Moorabbin. We are open Monday through Thursday, 10 to 5, Friday, 10 to 8, Saturday, 10 to 5, and Sunday, 11 to 5. Yep. And uh, the November... Word of the day or word of the month is stuffing. Yes. Or stuffing. Stuffing, uh, that okay. is correct. And you can get us at podcast at usafoods.com.au. And that brings us to people who have written in. That's right. Now, um, we have a really loyal listener. He's great. Neil, I'm not sure if it's Macedo or Machado, but Neil, you consistently comment and we love it now we would like to is there anything you would like to hear is there anything you would like us to change is there anything you'd like us to add but let he, us know doesn't he write it to us no he he compliments he's oh. so kind he compliments us every week oh one of those strange people yeah no he's Everybody lovely else is like why don't you shut up on the time really yeah. talk too much why yeah. don't you swallow your words i'm oh. like i'm sorry i can't help it the teachers used to yell at me for that too so it's okay now we also um had a note from my mom oh I don't know if you're going to like it, but I actually liked it this week. So first of all, she goes, you certainly covered chain restaurants well. Mm -hmm. Happy Accidents was hilarious. Um, 
but really informative. I like it when Phil forgets his glasses or hasn't read the rundown. <laughs> you really shine when that happens. <laughs> In a good way, or oh, oh, you pick up. That's why, yeah. <laughs> Make sure he has coffee and a pastry before or while you record, please. <laughs> right now, I got to entertain the dog while I'm working. I'm sorry, he had no coffee, he had no pastry, and Ralphie's driving him nuts. So yeah, it's really. bad. Yes, that's yeah. bad. <laughs> and that is our feedback for this week. Okay, so we usually at this time we do our personal best product recipe, and it's my turn this week. Yes. But I'm combining mine with the Ripper Recipe Roundup. Awesome. Okay, okay. so you could go first, and then okay. I'll do my uh, profile and the recipe. Okay, so I will be quick-ish. Well, because, you know, I could pick from a few things, and this week yeah. there's Harvey Wallbanger Day. Yeah, why not? It's so alcohol. It's booze. That's right. So, but I'm going to give you a little hint after that as well. So to make a Harvey Wallbanger, which is the quintessential 70s drink, um, one and a quarter ounces vodka, a half an ounce galliano, three ounces orange juice, and garnish with an orange slice and a maraschino cherry. So that, that was such a big drink in what the seventies. Yeah, it was, and it's basically a screwdriver just with a galliano float on the top. Yeah, we but, used to go to Crazy Country Club, and they used to have names after all the drinks. Yeah, a screwdriver was a chauffeur for the hooker. <laughs> Right. Well, do you know what, Phil? On that note, if you take out the vodka in this and put in uh, tequila, Ooh. do you know what it's called? No. A Freddy Fudpucker. Freddy Fudpucker. <laughs> okay. You're not saying that three times fast. No. I remember my dad joking about that. But can I just say quickly, if you want to have a 70s throwback, you can make a Harvey Wallbanger cake. Ooh. So you put – so get a, a, you know, a butter cake or just a box cake and yeah. you add – OJ and some Galliano and even a bit of vodka in it, make a bunt cake yeah. and then glaze it with a Galliano glaze. How nice is that? So I think we should but there's young people that might get in trouble that drive, so maybe only when the oil No, when you cook it, it the alcohol goes out. Except for the glaze. Well just Well, yeah. they can't have that bit. Yeah. So anyway, that's it. Mm -hmm. I will let I will now turn it over to you. Okay, so now I'm combining my uh, ripper recipe with the product code. So my one of my favorite products believe it or not, is Coffee Mate. I believe it. Okay. I, I'm not a hazelnut fan, but a lot of people like the hazelnut one. But I I'm like one the of French those. vanilla. Mm -hmm. One thing good that the French did, make van French vanilla. So I, what I do is, and my recipe, okay, is a lot of people have Nespresso machines. Right. Okay. So when you use the frother, mm -hmm. put in, like if you're using the little uh, pod in things, yep. right? Maybe one or two of those. Yep. The individuals. Into the, yep. Yeah, into the frother mm -hmm. or even the powder. You could do it as this frothing. Yep. And it blends it up and it makes the milk creamier. Okay. And, you, you know, if you don't want sugar, you got to use the sugar-free one. But the flavored ones are the best. Yes. So it's this is using the flavored ones, whether it's the Irish coffee or the cannoli one, the Italian oh, one. I love that one. Yep. So use one of the flavored ones into that. It is superb, just brings it to a whole nother level. And even if you don't like coffee made and having it into American coffee, you know, yeah. like your memories of it, do it this way. You'll it's a whole different a whole yeah. different experience. Now, next recipe mm -hmm. is now we're getting to summertime and a lot of people like iced coffee. Yes. Okay. So in your Nespresso machine. Yep. Okay. Now if you have one of the frothers that sits separately, it actually just spins the milk and heats it up. Yep. Do the same thing. Put your milk in there with your 
uh, coffee mate, your flavored coffee mate, and ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a few things of ice in there. Yep. And then press the button till it's not when you press it once it's it's red. If you yep. keep your finger on it, it's blue, mean, meaning that it just whips it, doesn't heat it. Yep. Put some ice into a nice size glass mm-hmm. and then pour then put your pot into your espresso machine and put your coffee into that. Yep. And then once the milk is done, it's already cold, pour it all together, stir it up. Nice. Use a straw because otherwise you get all the ice that you try yeah. to eat, you know, it's just easier to drink with a straw. <laughs> It makes the best iced coffee. So if you like hazelnut, French vanilla, whatever flavor you like, into your iced coffee. And again, it makes it so creamy. It is like the best ever. That, that sounds fantastic. And we should tell the you know the kids, as I call them, at work, because they all drink iced coffee. Yeah. Like, you know, we go and get it like. A latte or a cappuccino, they all get like yeah, the iced coffee. This, this, they, if they drink this, they will be that. Yeah, fine. we'll have to buy an ice machine. Yeah, for work. <laughs> well, not a bad idea. Well, actually, we get, we got those big freezers in the back. They can just buy the big things of ice, and we could do that. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anybody. Okay. <laughs> now, can I just say to backtrack that mm. that was for National Cappuccino Day? Yes, that yes. was. Mm. That is. And you had National Harvey Warbanger Day. So good, it had to have a whole day. Yeah. Hey, was everyone a lot healthier in the 70s? Because it seems like a lot of orange juice was used, like tequila sunrises. Well, I think they all worked out. They all had those big, broad shoulders, too, especially the women. <laughs> I can see uh, James Rockford ordering a uh, Harvey oh, Wellbanger. I, I do, too, in the dead, Rocky. Um, okay. So, <laughs> all right, we, we will talk about next week's show. We are going to be talking about snack cakes. Yep. So, we've already covered coffee cakes, but this time it'll be some of our like hostess, little Debbie's, yeah. intimates, and actually, you know, it's um. People just, it's a little bit of your childhood sometimes. Cause, um, and then some other things that we're thinking about what you could do with these snack cakes. That's besides right. eat them. That's you know, exactly using the right. recipes and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So, so we'll, we'll that is that. what we will be talking about. And um, um, our sign off this week, Phil. Would you, Foxworthy. Jeff Foxworthy. He says, you might be a redneck if <laughs> the, your only condiment on a dining room table is the economy sized bottle of ketchup. <laughs> He's also one of his favorite quotes. I just have to say is that you might be a redneck if you had to take the you know the engine block out of the bathtub before you have a shower. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. Till next week. See you then. Bye. Bye.